Hey there. The holidays are here, so it's good to know Fred Meyer can save you some time with free pickup on all your fresh favorites. Whether your traditions call for a hearty helping of juicy ham, ample apple pie, or Aunt Sue's legendary twice-stuffed stuffing, Fred Meyer has got you covered. So order for free pickup at fredmeyer.com or the app and get more time to get your holiday on when you grab your groceries curbside. Fred Meyer, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Welcome to the Everyday Mindfulness Show, where we educate and inspire people to live fuller lives through mindful practices. Let's get started with your host, New York Times contributor, leadership advisor, sought-after keynote speaker, the author of the Amazon hot new release, Everyday Mindfulness from Chaos to Calm in a Crazy World. She's smart, strong, sassy, and a trendsetter in the field of mindful leadership. Your host, Holly Duckworth. Welcome to another episode of the Everyday Mindfulness Show, where we explore what it means to live mindfully in this world. And I am delighted to bring to you another fantastic guest who brings a broad background to and a fast, fascinating conversation to the show. Today, you're going to meet my friend, Rick Finbo. Rick is a psychic medium. He is a magic life coach, has made a deck of amazing animal totem cards. We have had the opportunity to learn and grow together when I moved to Denver uh, just a few years ago. And today we're going to be talking about tarot readings and mindfulness and growing your intuition. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Holly. I'm so glad to be here. Rick, I'm so glad you said yes, because on the show, you know, so often when you talk mindfulness, we get yoga and we get meditation and we get some of those more traditional pieces. And yet, I want the show to be a place for a broader conversation about growing in the way that fits for you. And you have an amazing gift, and you share it so generously with the world. Um, let's start out with that. Tell me, how did you know about this gift and start to grow a business from it? Well, um, thank you. And my um, gift, reading the Tarot, has been an amazing growth for me. I've been doing it over 38 years. I started professionally reading when I was 20. Um, my first tarot deck I bought when I was 16. Um, and back then, that was in the 70s, um, I went to an occult shop because it's a lot different now. Now they're metaphysical shops and new age shops, things like that. And, and everywhere you can get tarot decks at, at all the bookstores now. So it's very become more mainstream. So, and as that has grown and it has become more mainstream, I've grown in my practice also. So I've always done it part-time, full-time, part-time, full-time. Um, I've been able to have an amazing life and do whatever I wanted to do as long as I set my sights on it and my focus on it. So I was able to be a dancer in New York. I was a magician in a show in Vegas for three years. And then um, I was a flight attendant um, here in Denver, out of base in Denver for 10 years. And then for the last 11 years, I've been doing this full time again. So, and my business has been growing. And it, as you know, like as we grow, our businesses grow, our clients change, everything. And everyday mindfulness, as a matter of fact, I'm in my office now, but I have your book right next to my, on my nightstand and I use it every morning because it helps to just go through those quotes and look at how I can be more mindful today. 
And I think everybody needs that. And there's so many easy ways that I do it for myself too. That's what I'd like to, to share with your listeners is that how I, sh- I share my everyday mindfulness with my clients and for myself, because there's just little tricks that you can do that are easy that we really need to do. So like I'm a type of person that doesn't like to be late. So I'm almost always a half an hour early somewhere because if I'm late somewhere or I'm going to be late, it stresses me out. So I make sure that I am being mindful of being late. So I make sure that I'm early so it doesn't get me stressed out. So I have to sit in the parking lot a little bit longer, but then I can even breathe and even become more mindful as I'm waiting, that type of thing. Things like that, I'm always looking for and I always do. It's like when I get into the car, if I'm stressed out, as soon as I get into the car, I put the key in the ignition, but I don't turn it on. I take a deep breath and say, I'm going to get there safely and in time, not being stressed out. So even just taking a, one deep breath as you, after you get into your car, it does amazing things for you. And then people just get out of your way and the lights turn green along the way because you're not stressed about getting somewhere. I'm so grateful for you being a reader of the book. Is, um, for those who are li- new listening on the show, we had the show, Everyday Mindfulness. The show comes out every Friday. And last year I decided we can't have a show called Everyday Mindfulness and not do something or provide a service for everyone every day. So we, we wrote the Daily Reader and thanks for, for using it in the way that we intended. And I, you know, some people keep it in their office, some people it on their nightstand. Ironically, some people even keep it in, in their car. But I love where you were going with this idea of being mindful about your own personal stress. This is a take we haven't talked about on the show before, but um, stress shows up for all of us in a variety of different ways. And you've found a way to identify that in yourself, be mindful, and then I kind of say, name it, claim it, tame it. You didn't run from the stress, but you you named it, you claimed it, and then started to find a way around it. So this is a great way that somebody could live mindfully, and it may not be breathing in the car, but my other book, the Mindful Leadership Guide, the A to Z Guide for Stress-Free Leadership, is got one for every single letter of the alphabet. And one I do in the car is when you stop at the, the green and the red and the yellow, you know, the stoplight. I invite people to, you know, remember red is passion, green is heart, yellow is joy. And so instead of getting frustrated, I'll go, okay, let me just breathe in the power of red, the heart chakra, and the the joy. So lots of ways that we can be mindful that don't require a yoga mat. Yes, yes. And I teach self-love, self-care first. And it's interesting because sometimes when people hear about that, they think that that's being selfish, but it's really being selfless. It's not about keeping people out or at bay. It's about taking care of yourself and making sure your needs are met so you can take care of others, so you can let others in. Because we all know in these times, these amazing times, like in times of chaos, as you say in your book, but the title, Um, this is a busy time for everybody. And a lot of people are in overwhelm a lot of time. So one of the ways to get out of overwhelm is to make sure that your needs are met, that you're making sure that you're taking care of yourself first and then others, not the other way around, because it doesn't work the other way. We, we have said over the years, we are, we are brothers and sisters from another mother. Uh, Yeah. I have a line that I use, you know, um, selfish, um, how's it go? 
<laughs> now I'm so excited to talk to you. Is, um, self first is not selfish. Self first is not selfish. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. It provides actually more of you to be available. Because you know how it is to like set up in a lunch appointment with somebody and they show up and they're not present because they're in overwhelm. That doesn't feel good for anybody. So it's self-care first. And then you get to choose who you want to have lunch with and make those dates with and keep those dates with as long as you're taking care of yourself first. I make sure one of the things that my husband and I, David, do, we do every morning. We walk for an hour. We walk five miles every morning when it's nice. It has to be 50 degrees or higher for me. So 50 and above, I'm out there walking. So because being out in nature for me puts me into alignment. And it's something that I strive to do every day. Unless it's really cold, I don't do it. So, and that's another thing. I take care of myself. I'm not a cold weather person. So we live here in Colorado. Most of the time it's sunny. Most of the time it gets to be above 50. So I can walk almost every day of the year. So, and I know you do things like that too. Well, what I love about that is you have boundaries without apology. Yes. So that didn't just like, you didn't go to sleep one night and wake up and go, I'm going to have boundaries without apology. How, how did you come to, to where you're at with that now? And do you see that changing? Well, and I'm an entrepreneur like you and most entrepreneurs, we're always focusing on work and it can be distracting and we don't like distractions and things like that. Like, oh, I have to walk each day. So I, it's always, I'm always growing in this and learning about this too for myself because the busier I get, the more time I need for myself. It's kind of like that saying, I don't, I'm, I don't recall who said that, but I know you know this saying um, that um, I'm so busy today, I need to meditate twice as hard, that type of thing, you know? So I wrote down like, I just did this like recently, like within the last month, I wrote down three things that I really need to do, I would love to do for myself every day. And the three things were walk out in nature and read, just read a book and practice the piano. So, and I try to do these things like an hour every day, but if I don't get to, it's okay. But I try to do at least one a day. So the walk is a, pretty much a given now, but reading, sometimes I really have to say, you know, let's read that book. I love self-help books. I love spiritual books. So I'm always reading new things and catching up on the new people that like Hay House is coming out with, that type of thing. You know, and on Facebook, because I like all that stuff, there's always new people coming up, their ads are coming up. So I click on those, see if I resonate with them or not, that type of thing. But I'm always changing it. It's like it, part of the thing about being an entrepreneur is that we do get to experience different things with our schedules, find out what works. And then sometimes that changes. So sometimes I'll work two to nine and sometimes I work 11 to two. So, and then those, the time that I have off, I can do other things, you know, and take care of myself, my self-care and my relationships with my husband, with my friends, with my family. It's important. And I kind of, I'll show you because I'm, and I don't call this, I do call it old school, but it's because with the phones and everything, I can't see a week in advance. So I still use a day timer and it gets busy. So I need to see the week. And I'm always looking at like tomorrow, 
So tomorrow I have like five people. So this is today, I, I put like today's list of things here. And then tomorrow I'll have another list for tomorrow. But when I look at that, I don't get so overwhelmed because I know like, okay, I took care of myself. I like doing five readings a day. So I cut off my schedule after five readings a full because I have online scheduling. So that's like very today, not old school, but I have to put it in a day timer so I can see it in a weekly basis. So that is, that's so fun to see. And I know some people are going to get this pod, podcast on audio. So I just want to let you know, if you didn't see what Rick just posted there, he, he kind of showed us a, a, a spiral bound book with all five of his days. And, you know, we, we joke that it's old school, but I love that you can integrate the old school and the, and the new school. But what's most important is that you find that thing that works for you and and do it without apology. No matter how many times I come in with my iPhone to schedule, Rick's gonna write it in his calendar and we're gonna schedule it online and we can meet people in the middle. So Rick, you gave us a great practice and I wanna remind, remind listeners, and it's a, it's a great question, and you said, I asked myself three things I would love to do for myself every day. Not, not like, not want to, not should, right. not have to. And so as we go to a short break, I am going to ask you, the listener, to sit with that question. What are th three things you would love to do for yourself every day? We'll be right back. The Everyday Mindfulness Show is brought to you by Leadership Solutions International. Are you hosting an upcoming conference or convention? or looking for a speaker to provide inspiration and motivation. Would you like your audiences to know what you know as a listener of the Everyday Mindfulness Show? Check out Leadership Solutions International for more on mindful leadership keynote offerings, on-site mindfulness information centers, and trainings. You're listening to the Everyday Mindfulness Show, and we're back with Psychic Rick Finbo having a great conversation about really setting yourself up for success, self-love first, and then from that love, building each and every day in a way that you love and building a life that you love. And you have a tool that you use and you've used with me to help me really understand what it is I love, and that is the tool of the tarot. And I'll admit, when we first met, I'm like, oh, I don't really know about this tool. And I'm so glad in the opening of the show, you said you've got 38 years doing this. And I think people really need to understand this is, this is not, you know, just picked up the deck of cards and thought it'd be fun. There's, there's an art and a science. And you spend every day really working to grow your skill and use it in the world. So talk a little bit about education and experience, because not, this isn't just, just a job for you. This is a, a way of life and your gifts. Just as somebody would have a bachelor's degree or a master's degree or a PhD, you have like a PhD in this stuff. <laughs> exactly. And I don't have any certifications, but I live the, I live this life. I live an amazing life. I've been able to do whatever I wanted to do and experience that. And the Tarot has been amazing. And one of the reasons why I've always been attracted to the Tarot is because it has such, it comes from the 15th, 16th century. It comes that far back and in history. And the, the cards that I use um, are the Thoth deck. It's an Egyptian-based um, Tarot deck. And it's the second most popular deck in the world. And I teach this deck also. Um, so like every three months, I have a, a new Tarot class starting. 
and the cards have a specific keyword on them, especially the, the minor cards, because there's 78 cards in the deck, but it makes it so easy. When somebody gives you a word, when you're asking something intuitively, um, and somebody gives you a word or a word comes to you, that you can take off and just build a whole story and a whole, like your whole future around one word. It's an amazing thing. So, and the cards, they have um, impressions on them that um, stir up your intuition and things like that. So even when I teach the tarot, I say, okay, now you know what the cards mean. Now just forget everything and just trust how it feels when you do it. And as we, as I teach the class, you're already starting to read for others and for yourself. And it's very hard to read for yourself. That's why I'm in business, because if everybody could read really well for themselves, psychics wouldn't be in business and intuitives wouldn't be in business, okay? We all have that, but we're emotionally attached to our outcome. So it's very hard to read for yourself with a clear conscious, with a clear intuition, because you're attached to your outcome. And, and that's what I've learned. It's like, it's, you know, I do read for myself very, um, most often I, I ask and I receive. I really believe that, ask and you shall receive. So you ask a question and if you're just still enough and you allow it to happen, you'll get the answer. It'll come through in nature. It'll come through just by, through a dream. It'll just come to you. So, and I'm really good at doing that. I've practiced in that. So, and it is a practice. It's just like anybody's practice, like a doctor. The more you do it, the better you get at it. Um, and I, I just love what I do. I, I, I truly love and have the passion for this. And one of the things I love teaching and I get bored easily, but with this, I never get bored because I'm always learning something new and I'm even amazing myself. Like it's, it's so much fun that way. When you present um, to a class or you're doing readings, you use a line, I've never seen you not do it. I mean, it's, I utilize the cards to channel my intuition. To help focus my intuition, yes. Focus, focus my, my intuition. And, and in a world today that's so whipped up in the stuff, the Facebook, the LinkedIn, the Twitter, the news, the, I got to get my kids to here, I got to get to this meeting or that. Right. I wanted to, to bring this tool to folks as something that you may not have considered to help you first focus your questions, like, like what's all the questions? And then second, either, you know, get a deck for yourself. And, and like Rick said, use the pictures to, to tap into your own intuition or bring somebody, a coach like Rick into your life to help you build that time of quiet space and clarity. Um, I think Tarot is a great tool that people don't often think about as, as an educational medium. They think of it as entertainment. Yes. But yes. how, do you, how do you bridge that for people, that education entertainment piece? Well, because, in, and I am an entertainer at heart too. Yeah. So I do a lot of shows, I do a lot of events, I do parties and that type of thing. But people see right away once, even up in front of people that, oh, they're like, oh, this is real. Like you're tapping into my subconscious, you're tapping into what's going on in my life right now and into the near future. And I believe that we all know the answers, they're inside us. And I help bring that out. I will tell you, and then I'll ask you, you know, you've had a reading from me. I say, does that make sense to you? And you'll say, yes, because it doesn't, sometimes it doesn't make sense to me, but I know that we're going this way and this is happening and that this is what's coming up for you. And then you'll be able to fill me in a little bit. 
but I usually tell you what you want, what you're here to, to learn about comes up right away um, without you asking a question. That's one part of my talent is giving you a general reading. Most of your questions come up in the general reading anyway um, without you asking. And then we go into questions and I help you form those questions and get to the root of that question. Because a lot of times we're not really clear even on the question. That's why we're not getting a clear answer. So I help you to arrange that to like come up with that what is that root question that you're really asking and then we can get a specific answer and it'll make sense that is that is so so important in today's world where we're taught you know go to school get the answer go to school get the answer read the book get the answer and yet what we're finding the more interviews we do in the everyday mindfulness show is the answers are within us when we ask the question and be still, and that doesn't necessarily mean that Ali is the, has all the answers, but within my network and my framework, when I ask the right question, the right guide, teacher, uh, resource uh, will show up to help me. And that's why I hope people will try, uh, try your services because it's a great way to play. Now, I want to know, what are you working on now? Because when we first met, you were working on that animal totem deck, which right. is so tell them about the Animal Totem Book deck, which, which is available. People can purchase that on your website. And yes. then tell us what you're working on now. So the Animal Totem deck is 45 different um, wild animals, photographs that I took myself because I once was a photographer also. Um, and it only took me three months to create this deck and have it printed. Like from inception to like the have it, have it printed and in my hand, it only took three months. And I allowed that. I was asking every day, I'd say, who's my animal totem today? And I saw who, what the animals, who, who the animals were that came up. And I took pictures of them. I was carrying my camera with me all the time. And it was amazing. So um, that's available. And what it does is it helps you to find the animal strengths. Like you can pull a card and just say you get the goose, okay? And the goose that I have in the picture is actually a, a female goose sitting on top of eggs. And there you can see the eggs. And we think of, when we think of a goose, we think of mother goose, right? Or the goose that laid the golden egg. So the affirmation that goes along with the goose is prosperity. I am prosperous is the affirmation. So the cards come with instructions and, in, and a simple affirmation, I am affirmation for all of the animals. It's only $15 and you can order it um, through my website, psychicrick.com, or you can get it at Full Moon Books or the Works of Heart Bookstore at the Mile High Book Church at uh, Bookstore, Mile High Church Bookstore. Um, so it, it's, it's been a, an amazing ride. And now I am still right, working on a book. I've been working on a book for a long time. I'm spending a lot of time on it. Um, I love it. Um, and I go back to it every now and then, and I, I'm toying with having actual clients transcripts in them because I have some amazing client stories um, that I've had, um, you know, them um, authorized to say that and put it in a, um, a book form. Um, so I, I'm going to be doing that. Um, and I'm, I'm doing shows. I do a show every like three months at the Full Moon Book and Events Center over here on Garrison and Sixth in Colorado. Um, in Lakewood, and I teach Tarot there also, um, and doing parties. And all that, all that's on my events page on my website, psychicrick.com. So there's lots of ways to grow your mindfulness practice from 
reading reading the daily reader mine or someone else's or getting out in nature doing some walking thank you for inviting us to explore the tarot and animal totems they're different cards but as tools for people to access their own intuition and then resource someone rick or someone in your community to help you grow your ability to ask great questions and listen for the answers because it's when we do that we create a magical life now Tell us about magical life coaching because you're being all you're being all kind, but this is this was not your great initial grand master plan, and that's what we want to highlight is you got to create intuitively. So you might be an accountant sitting at your desk, you may be you know a lawyer, you may be, but you can create a magical life wherever you are. Yes, and the magical life it's all about focusing and allowing, really. And so the magical life coaching that I just started a few months ago and it just sort of happened. It came to me. I was like, I should offer coaching packages because I do lead a magical life and I can teach others how to do that. And I, that's what I do anyway. So I have a lot of customers that were asking like, what else do you offer besides the readings? Cause I have customers that come weekly for readings. I have customers that come once a year. I have customers that come every now and then. So when things change and, and they're getting a little bit more, they need more clarity in their life. So I decided to offer the coaching packages and it's been amazing. And most of my coaching clients have gone on to have another package and another package. And it really helps them. I help them to focus on two or three areas in their lives that they want to create and, and bring more forward. And it just happens really fast because a lot of the techniques that I use, most of the techniques I teach are teach are stuff that I have done myself, just like you. It's like, you know, this mindfulness is something that you've been living with for a long time. It's not something that you just decided, oh, I'll write a book about it because everybody else is. No, I, I'm, this is who I am and what I live. And that's why you're so successful too. Well, thank you so very much. You know, together we're changing the, 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 the constraints of what, constraints of what can be possible in life. And I, and I love that you and I get to have this conversation and invite people to just the edge of your comfort zone and then try something new. Yes. And if that's any of the books or any of the tools or any of the resources out there, or you just have you know, a quick question about Tarot, feel free to you know, drop Rick an email. Um, he's always going to provide great, kind, generous resources you know sometimes this profession psychic medium gets gets a, a, a bad rap out there and what i've come to learn is when you come with an open heart to rick with a great question he's going to support you to pull the best out of you and the, the cards are just the tool to channel that that focus so don't don't be afraid of the cards be open to all of the possibilities and invite my friend rick into your world and into your life rick any last piece of advice or insight um, for us before we let you go on about your day well thank you holly um this has been a pleasure um and i just want to say that even you know the opposite brain i'm very right brain so the intuitive side but a lot of the left brain people like psychologists and lawyers things like that accountants like you mentioned before come to me and they're blown away and i think it's healthy to be skeptical because i'm skeptical i don't go to just anybody if i ever go to for a reading i usually go when i'm on vacation or something and away from here so they don't know who i am because i'm pretty well known in this area and then I 
feel into it. I look at their bios, I look at their websites, and I say, does this feel like something that I would like to experience with this person? So that's how to do it. And it's good to be skeptical. I'm skeptical with an open mind, a little bit of skepticism and an open mind. And just try it because it really does change people's lives and people get more clarity. That's what we're all looking for and more focus. You know, I, I, I'm just going to show you, I have a magic wand here because I sell these in the back of the room when I do um, events and things like that. They're $10, but this is hocus, pocus, focus. It can change your life. Just let your inner child out and, and dance with that and just focus. Well, we are so grateful to have you on the show. This is your pre-invitation. When you get that book done, we want you to come back and tell us all about it. Sound like a plan? Yes, I will. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Mindful Matters, and so do you. We'll see you for our next another episode next week. Thank you for joining us for today's show. For more mindfulness every day, visit everydaymindfulnessshow.com and download the three-day challenge and experience the ABCs of mindfulness. Mm-hmm.